today. I want to share with you a great day trip from Huntsville, Alabama. I took a few weeks ago and I went exploring with my travel buddy Lisa to discover a few covered bridges in Blunt County, Alabama. Thanks to Will Elric and Kelly Kazik for leading us there with their book, Covered Bridges of Alabama. I'll be talking about that and referencing it quite a bit today. So just over an hour from Huntsville, Alabama, there's a perfect day trip for friends and family. We found several bridges, a fun antique shop, a historical park with incredible views, wonderful Mexican restaurant in the little enchanting town of Oneana, and so much more. So stay tuned. Okay, here we are heading to the Swan Covered Bridge in the little town of Cleveland, Alabama. Excited because this is going to be our first covered bridge. This is the cool road. Yes, yes. It's just tucked away back here. Just tucked away back here. And we get to drive over it. Oh my gosh. This is so cool. Okay. So we are walking across the Swan Bridge, and this is in the little town of Cleveland. And it's really, really beautiful. It smells like a coal mining field or something. Yeah. It smells like West, Keystone, West Virginia. It does. It does. You see the cliff? Oh my gosh, yeah. Look at that. This is so pretty. Lisa and I got in a little trouble because we were on the bridge, this one lane bridge, and a car was coming. Uh oh. So, what do we do? I guess we just stand, stand over here. So that was interesting to find out. We found out you could park on the other side of the bridge and not one side of the bridge or they'll tow your car. So I'm really glad we found that out. We started talking to some kayakers and hikers, and they started to give us tips on what to do at these covered bridges and around Cleveland. So we talked with Chad, and he said this is a class three river. A class three for kayaking is an intermediate class and can have moderate and regular waves. And if you're not used to kayaking or canoeing, I wouldn't recommend doing this. So you might wanna be careful if you're a newbie like me. Okay, now we're heading to the Eastleys Cross Bridge. That's what it's called. So, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, it looks like you can park on the other side. Yeah. So, I'll just drive. This is an excerpt from the book. The bridges are significant in the transportation history of Alabama and Blount County as the last remaining examples of the major 19th century solution to bridging streams and rivers in the state, the covered bridge. Although by the turn of the century, metal truss bridges had replaced the wooden bridge in most parts of the state, Blount County continued to construct covered bridges until 1935. So Lisa and I are now at the Eastley Bridge and this isn't that far from the Swan Bridge. You do, it, I would recommend wearing some boots because it can be a little muddy. And if you come here, uh, maybe at a time when it's had more rain, we had some last night, it would be uh, definitely worth wearing your boots for. So this is a historical property. So you definitely want to be careful where you park and how you leave 
no trace behind. One of the cool things we saw was a Jeep off-roading group that was having fun for the weekend. Check out the Jeep Brigade. You gotta have a four-wheel Jeep. Rusty's off-roading. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Can you drive across this one? Only one vehicle per car. So maybe we can't park on this side, park on this side, but park on the other. So at each park, we discovered there was a right and a wrong place to park. Look for the historic bridge sign. This will be near the parking lot or safe pull-off. Here we are at the Horton Mill Covered Bridge. Bridge number three. So I'm going to read a little bit from Will's book about this bridge. He has information about all the bridges in his book, so I highly recommend it. The links are gonna be below where you can get this book. So this Horton Mill Bridge covered bridge behind me is 70 feet above the water, and it is the largest bridge in the nation over the water. So it's uh, 203 feet long. And it spans the Calvert Prong of the Little Warrior River. Built in 1934 by Clyde Tidwell in the Town Trust style, this bridge was restored in 2013. There are surveillance cameras around here too. We've seen that at every bridge, which is great because that helps with keeping the hoodlums away. The Horton Bridge was listed in the National Registry of Historic Places in December 1970. So that's a little bit of information. Definitely check out his book for more information about Alabama's covered bridges. We were getting a little hungry, so I used Google to find restaurants near me. Two Amigos Cantina and Grill in Oneta had high ratings and was a great match for me. I enjoyed chips and salsa and a vegetarian chalupa, and Lisa had beef fajitas. Be sure to check out their link below in the descriptions or my vlog on YouTube that has pretty pictures. Lisa and I are heading on an adventure. We've been recommended by several people to check out this bridge on 79, so we don't know where we're going. And it doesn't have a name. <laughs> it doesn't have a name. So stay with us. This is going to be fun. We found it. It's actually called the King's Bend Overlook, and it's located on the Locust Fork River at highways 231 and 79. This park is Blount County's first river park and opened in June 2019. There's a really cool staircase called the Grand Staircase that leads from the parking lot to the river, so visitors, kayakers, and canoers have easy access to the river. We were there after a big rain, and the water was moving fast and really high. This entrance is beautiful and practical. We were on our way again, this time to Palisades Park. This 145-acre historical park is owned by Blount County and is located in the foothills of the Southern Appalachian Mountains. Picnic pavilions, rock climbing, hiking, playgrounds, and so much more. We met a friendly ranger named John who told us all about the history, activities, lodges, and a ton more. I have much more information in my vlog on YouTube. Be sure to check it out. It's just so pretty up here. She's right. It's shaded too. Yippee dippy. Look at this, Lisa. I wonder what that overlooks. Like here's that little church chapel with a cross. Okay, Lisa and I are gonna walk up to Meditation Point versus Inspiration Point. <laughs> that was like 
you know, happy days. Oh, look, you can climb the fire tower with a permit. It's like open right here. You can look through the door The views from Meditation Point are absolutely spectacular. Palisade Park offers eight nature hiking trails, is free to the public, however, they gladly accept donation. It's open January to March, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, as well as the weekends, April through December, 9 to 9. So thanks to the locals, Lisa and I found this really cool park. It is a public park, it's open for free. We've seen there's a couple of historical buildings here from cabins and a wonderful playground for kids to play around with. And now we're heading down to the historical church picnic and picnic tables. Look at that, yay. So Ranger John told us we needed to visit the town of Oneta or Oneana. Being from New York, I think it's Oneana. They have this really cool mural in town that says, Welcome to Oneana, a great place no matter how you pronounce it. This adorable town has a really cool Paint the Town mural initiative going on and have 15 painted throughout the community. You can check them out more in the links below and follow them on Facebook. Thanks so much for joining me here today. I hope you enjoyed our day trip to Blount County. It was indeed a full day. I've included our itinerary in the description below, as well as all the links. Till the next adventure, travel safe and stay healthy. I have much more content on my website, travelwithwendy.net, and you can also support this channel by becoming a Patreon patron. The links are below. Remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy.